0: It uh, oh, feels
1: like it's full of snot Flander. Yeah. Tasty Yeah I'll do it, I'm ready to go to bed Alright, we ready? Yeah, let's rock and roll this shit Alright Three, two, one. hey everybody welcome back to the fans in motion podcast i like to say the only podcast that you didn't know you needed i'm looking back at my friend oh there's just josh no brent today so i say to my friend josh yeah say hello josh
0: that will only make sense
1: if you have listened to this record so that's as i as everybody knows i try to open with a lyric sometimes i try to tie it into the actual topic we are discussing uh well what is that the song called cement shoes off jeff watson's solo album lone ranger and the only lyric that i could find off of that album is a certain person that we'll discuss later scatting that's only thing i could find so that was all i got and i i uh yeah, I thought it was funny. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it doesn't play <laughs> well to everybody, but it played well to me and Josh. So
0: and there's and there and there's a reason why that individual could yeah. <laughs> be named later
1: had to, could only do a <laughs> scat exactly. So uh, so, uh, so yeah, we, we got it was just me and Josh today. Brent is unavailable at this point in time, so we're just going to go ahead and power through this. Um, Josh, the last episode we did was the um, what makes Night Ranger iconic. Did you get any feedback? Did people question our decisions? I, I had, a, I saw a few people kind of liked some of what we were saying, but did you get any more feedback? They might tell you, hey, you're mm-hmm. wrong, or hey, I got another one you guys should throw in there.
0: Yeah, and then speaking with, like I said, Brent not being here, um, what was it? Did he get within like 100 feet of a school again?
1: I can't say, you know, there's legal reasons. I can't talk okay. about what's going on, but uh, he is not on this episode.
0: Yeah. And we'll uh, is he? Well, we don't even know if he's in the country. That's <laughs> that's I uh, mean, it's a piece of paper. It just well, is, you know, and who I mean, you know, who knew that there were certain laws against some things? Listen, anyway. I was at a
1: show last week. I went to the Billy Idol acoustic show here in town, and there's an artist who I mention as often as I possibly can by the name of Butch Walker, and a lot of my friends were like, "Hey, I thought you couldn't get that close to him because I got a picture with him." And I was like, "Hey, man, he doesn't know about the restraining order." So as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I can get as close as I want. So anyway,
0: um, so yes, not, well, the last episode was why we think Night Ranger is iconic. Um, I came, we talked about Sister Christian and Motörin and the live shows, and I think Brent talked about the logo and. uh but yeah a lot of people you know were right with us on those a lot of people mentioned the dual guitars um and the dual vocalist uh and everybody kind of has their own reason why you know they're iconic to them and uh it was interesting just reading everybody's i guess reason uh that they are um so i'll just jump to it uh real quickly here so you know i think they made this to where we go so uh the dual guitars the singing drummer like some people mentioned what brent had said the uh the way the stage is set up with uh kelly keggy um on the uh the other other side there Uh, a lot of like john what not uh john wanito davy said a lot of that um john reed talked about the two vocalists and uh randy volkovich uh talked about again like kind of what i talked about the live show um uh, dave nadalman agreed ding um carl uh is eichelman, uh, eichelman he, i believe yeah again the dual vocalist the good you know the dual guitars um he gave us the idea of we should do an episode of our favorite night ranger lyrics um some trousers from don't tell me or uh, from eddie's coming out
1: tonight Heck yeah, um, I'm all about the trousers.
0: So, uh, yeah, uh, people seem to enjoy it, and it, everybody's kind of got their own thing they gravitate to. Uh, why they think they are iconic?
1: I would say that you really probably nailed it. The best is of with the I term did. "motoring." Yep. While we all threw out, I think iconic things. End of the day, they they brought a word into the. The Lexicon. zeitgeist. Yeah, <laughs> they brought a word. They created a word that maybe people knew, but it became
0: part of the ages. I mean, I'm, it's, not, I'm not sure if people know what "modern" means today. Uh, I yeah. know the word, but
1: <laughs> but we all had our version of that at least prior to you know the the, the modern times of people that that just live and die by mm-hmm. their cell phones. When we didn't have that, I mean, we had an area in our part of town called Eastgate Boulevard that you just you cruised. Mm-hmm. Which is essentially my what I think modern is is you get out there with your buddies, you crank up the cassette of the day, <laughs> and you just drive up and down. Uh it made no sense, but we were young and dumb and yeah. you know, um chasing the spotlight. <laughs> uh but uh yeah, I mean it
0: goes beyond Sister Christian because sometimes use you know all oh, these sing sister christian uh you know you'll get that and you say motoring and it's like oh
1: yes you can so, see it snap into focus with them
0: yeah and you gotta think too uh of night rangers level you know where they're at you know popularity wise or whatever um not very many bands have that i mean you know that you know i can i'm just trying to think of some at you know where you just say something and at least you know the song you may not know night ranger but you know oh yeah
1: that song um i'm trying to think i can't think of another i'm sure they're out there and maybe mm -hmm. people will tell us but i off top of my head right here i can't think of anything that's you can say a word and go bam that's that band that's that's so uh
0: let's just do like Ario Speedwagon. you know they're a little bit bigger than Night Ranger, I guess, but <clears throat> um, you know, if I say take it on the run, you know, does that really oh yeah, that's iconic or mm-hmm. um roll with the changes. I mean but you're that given a
1: whole title. Motor's a word yeah. in the song.
0: And uh, you know, even foreign or what, you know, uh jukebox hero. I mean, if you don't know the song jukebox hero, I don't think, oh, jukebox hero, that's not gonna take you uh uh yeah. so somewhere so uh um
1: you know uh yeah we'd so, have to do some thinking on that to come up with a i mean there's one.
0: there's some that do i mean if you go uh you know uh even, i guess it's even like i was going to think like don't stop believing by journey i mean that's iconic but like i'm trying to think like you know if you say hey don't stop believing I don't know that. Like, what do you go to? Like, oh, yeah. You know.
1: Uh, and you got to think, too, of the broad spectrum. Like, I was just sitting there thinking, for example, um, if I if I was with a certain crowd, I could go, and I'm horrible at this, so please don't judge. But if I went, oh, wah, uh, uh, yeah. people would know I'm doing Disturb. The average person wouldn't know that. But the average person who, well, if, if do haven't seen Night Ranger, they would at least know the commercial.
0: I you don't know. even know that song. I mean, I know the song, but I don't know what the title is. But, yeah. you know, if you said, hey, you know, uh, Ooh, wah! you know, yeah, do you know, I, I mean what, <laughs> you know, do you know, uh, blah, blah, blah by Disturbed? Uh, maybe. And then you do that. and like, oh, yeah,
1: I've heard that. Yeah. I um, begin. That's a narrower scope, too. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, we still Night we're, Ranger. We're, I mean, they were used for a major national ad campaigns. Am and it's been life. used in songs. I mean, it's not songs, but movies.
0: Soundtracks galore.
1: Um, Boogie Nights, you know?
0: Ooh, oh, oh, Lord, you can tell uh, we were working overtime. Oh, night. my
1: God. If anybody any knew <laughs> how long we've been sitting and staring at each other. Yeah, we don't want to
0: re- you know, do the magic for some upcoming exactly. episodes. Exactly. So, um, but- so
1: this episode, getting back to this one, Josh. <laughs> yes. So break it down. We're going to be discussing Jeff Watson's solo album, Lone Ranger. Mm-hmm throw some stats at us well not to be confused with the uh, band that came out of la uh
0: around that time 1994 they were a three-piece i don't know there's a documentary out there where um they were called the lone rangers and uh basically long story short is they hijacked basically took hostages and hijacked a radio station um (laughs) they were they were trying to get uh, like a record deal right
1: i was buying your story
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i was like what (laughs) um so you know what happens is they you know take over this radio station and their demo tape gets fucked up so it's a long look the documentary up i think it's called a airheads or something after the candy dude i was uh, biting hard on that like what
1: (laughs) i don't know this story it's a horrible (laughs) name for a (laughs) band.
0: anyways um so for those that don't know that's gone (laughs) over your head there's a there's a movie from 1994 brandon Frazier, steve shimi uh adam sandler and a a slew of others and their band in that movie is called the lone rangers anyways so this record came out in 1992 um what was unique about it was at the time we had damn yankees we all knew jack blades was out there but before the internet and social media what's these other guys doing and you just didn't know and so this is the first member that you kind of heard of after the breakup of night ranger i mean if you're local to california in that area you maybe saw barnaby wild with jeff watson's group or you saw mega mega with brad gillis but nationwide You just probably weren't aware of what they were doing. So um, late 91, early 92, this was just starting to be advertised. So um, we've been doing the album focuses where we (coughs) started with Dawn and worked our way up. And then we got out of, you know, we got the Man in Motion to the breakup. And then we did the breakup years where we focused on Mega Mega, Barnaby Wild, and some of these records they played on. And then we did Damn Yankees. And so this is the next one in the, uh, the next release by Night Ranger
1: members. So, um, you yeah. uh, And I'll say this. I, I love, I think the uh, the title was expected. I mean, one of them had to use the title Lone Ranger. But I will say this. And uh, Jeff, if you're watching, but I love you, bud. Uh, I do not love this album cover. Do not. Uh,
0: well. Uh, it makes
1: sense. I get it. I just don't love it.
0: Well, I mean, I i guess in the night ranger world he's just following you right know, you know but i mean for night ranger it's actually probably one of the better covers uh
1: yeah i know and, and i don't want any ill will because i mean well God Re- forbid, jeff says rebecca, i'll never come on your show rebecca
0: but. so i don't know if rebecca was his is that his girlfriend or wife at the time i don't know but anyways yeah you know uh, that's who did it um so anyways this was a cool album for uh well what was i 15 when that came out like holy shit there's something going on with the night ranger world so uh yeah um the biggest thing is and we'll get into this more is yes it's an instrumental record but it's not all just guitar shredding um i know andy we talked and i talked to brent and you guys both had this well we don't like guitar shred records and i was like listen this isn't that um yes it's instrumentals but it really shows how talented Jeff was. There's a lot of acoustic and heavy stuff and just, it's just, it's good. I mean, it's not, yeah. like I said, it's not your typical shred record. I would tell you if you don't own this, um, you know, get it and just uh, uh take a listen to it because, I mean, you got to think, you know, these... I mean think about let him run that acoustic stuff and goodbye i mean that's that's jeff watson that's watson all day um and you know and then his solos just how melodic and stuff they were and but though he can shred too that's what you get a full record of and it's it's good i've always enjoyed it and i told you to give it a fair shake and you've listened to it over the last few days uh we will get
1: your opinion when we get there let's not all right let's move on uh let's go to night ranger (laughs) news josh what do you know because i have nothing well today except what you post so
0: yeah well um sometimes i'm just surprising anybody else uh (laughs) so today uh we found out seven is being released on vinyl for the first time uh so seven the eighth studio album from night ranger was released in 1998 never had a vinyl release so it is being released by this label that um unfortunately i don't know that much about but it's called night of the vinyl dead i think it's called something like that yeah (laughs) so they've done some other releases um This is the first that I've really been aware of coming out. So there's 500 copies. Um, it looks like they're all being sold in Europe. If you go to the Fans of Motion Facebook page, uh, I got to give credit to who initially posted it. Um,
1: Jorn, I think, is his name, his first name. Um, I could be wrong. I did go and buy one, Josh. I I think I told you earlier I wasn't, and uh,
0: Jorn Johnson, you know, something like that. I mean, I don't know if there's a different um pronunciation dialect of it from well let's we'll see where you're at buddy um, did you block me already there we go um
1: but it was very cool that he posted it because that's something yeah. uh i you didn't know about uh, none of us knew about and this is what's so great about facebook and these groups mm. is if you're a collector uh, and you see something like this that's being done in Europe or another part of the world. Uh, this is your chi- chance to get it. Limited edition. Well, I think was it? It's uh, five hundred copies, correct? <laughs> yes,
0: five hundred copies. Uh, there, I found you know other sites that are selling it, um, but again, they're European NuclearBlast.com and a few others. Uh, five hundred copies. Looks like they said they are hand numbered, so. Uh, f- it's not colored it's it's going to be black vinyl yeah um just seeing something no all right it's kind of weird hoping
1: that the fans in motion worldwide well, sell this thing out
0: um it doesn't contain Crazy World, which was the additional track, but I think it does have everything else. Sign the Times, Jane, Don't Ask Me Why, Kong, Mother Hang, Soul Survivor, CLF, Son. maybe it's the track listing that's on. Something just seems different, but there is um, the 11 tracks on there. Uh, so yeah, um, now Night Ranger doesn't have any involvement in this, but like I said, if you listen to our licensing episode with tom shannon i don't know how far back it was but um you know it's not uncommon i would maybe sony owns that now i don't know if sony picked up cmc or something but uh whoever owns the rights for that i mean if i had a a record label i could contact universal or sony and i go hey i want to print 500 copies of this record what's it going to cost me because they own the masters night ranger doesn't own the masters and they may say it's going to cost this and you gotta you gotta at least print off this many and you have to have them sold by such a certain date and blah 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 blah.
1: Right, like the the rights fall back to them at a certain time
0: correct um so uh so yeah so uh it's not uncommon that night ranger doesn't have any involvement with it um but it's a great record i mean it i think i ranked it my second favorite record uh it's a little bit different um but every song is good except for kong i'm not a big kong fan but uh uh, just i don't know i i I just always just thought that was a good record the the ballads are just fantastic
1: um the solid disc
0: yeah it's not like it has that that barn burner i mean maybe sign of the times but even like peace sign and revelation and see love i mean see love you could is a little heavy but uh good
1: survivors on there mm-hmm. so is... i'm
0: happy listen i think it's not it's a it's not a coincidence that the formation of fans in motion since then you have seen an uptick in night ranger vinyl being uh produced <laughs> i mean think about it. atbpo released on four different colors we've had the re-release of dawn patrol the re-release of midnight madness we have uh the somewhere in california record store day though it has been delayed it's coming out there's other stuff from future works and now we got seven that's us man
1: i'm taking credit for it so uh uh Maybe you know somebody, that's, we got a deep fan over there who's listening. Well, man, you know what? I'm gonna jump on. Josh said it's easy to get the rights. I'll do it. I never said it was easy, but <laughs> maybe he's he's got maybe more for time. them it's easy.
0: <laughs> maybe he's got maybe more, more time and more uh, pocket money. I guess, but more
1: uh, 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 euros. You
0: know, so, uh, but yeah, um, uh, so you got that new record coming out seven. Uh, like I said, go to the. Uh, fans of motion page and you should be you can able find
1: to find it the links sure. are there uh what else you got going on anything is it shows well, anything announced Yeah, they're, dude, they're, announced, merch.
0: they're announcing new shows left and right no new merch i mean from what we talked about the last episode but uh um so there was a july date uh what is it wisconsin july 9th they're going to be playing with 38 special um there was the date of uh february 19th they're playing uh in lake charles louisiana so that just got announced uh waukegan illinois genesee theater april 1st i'm not sure if we talked about that in the last one or not but uh green bay in february they might as well get their mail forwarded to wisconsin yeah. the illinois border <coughs> um so yeah they're announcing dates just uh, left and right so um you know as long as they get the hell out of wisconsin you should be able to you know uh, did you
1: mention uh wilmington
0: i'm getting there uh oh, I'm sorry. so uh not gone on sale yet they probably will by the time you hear this but there's a thing called rock the block in wilmington ohio which isn't too far mm-hmm. from andy's old hood brent's hood and my hood um and they had it last year and I think autograph and quite right did it anyways like a two or three day event. I know it's at least two. And I think some of it's inside at the Murphy Theater, and I think some of it's outside. Uh but Wilmington's a cool little small town. Uh I mean it's not yeah. I won't say it's small. I mean, but you know, it's well not, it's, it's,
1: it's not it's, Cincinnati or Columbus. It's, it's
0: not a ma- mighty metropolis. The Bengals for a couple decades held their um yep, training camp. Training camp there. So uh anyways um striper is playing friday night and the night Rangers playing saturday night and then they bring in some lesser bands you know you might get like an autograph or you know some local bands or like an acdc tribute stuff like that so uh i think maybe winger was there last year too so maybe winger Quiet riot one night autograph one night so
1: good night of music good week of, <coughs> weekend of music I, i'm gonna be there
0: and you're not too far from the Hawking Hills. If you're into history, the Tecumseh outdoor drama is not too far from oh, there, yeah. So uh, you can, you know, definitely make a weekend of it. So uh, it's called Rock the Block in Wilmington, Ohio. Um, what else we got? Let me see here if there's anything else that I missed. You can see that uh, we are not the most prepared but uh now,
1: this show is a little
0: yeah it is what we'll it get is there huh? uh i don't think anyways, they expect
1: much out of us the few yeah. people that are watching
0: but um yeah so there you go there's your uh, night ranger news anything else i'm sure there's something obvious that i'm yeah i'm missing but
1: uh what about uh anything any new stuff you want to talk about
0: oh sure what well, we got <clears throat> I don't know. I've been kind of like buying like cassettes because I know they've been going up in price. So if I can find one cheap, I kind of just get it. So I bought this the other day. What oh,
1: that
0: masterpiece! Neverland. Um, you know they did you know a good job. I mean, it's got a big CD booklet. It's got the back fold, and um, I don't think there's anything. You know, sometimes you'll get different some different photos and stuff like that. Um, I don't think you have anything, uh, with that here, but, uh, anyways, for, I don't know, three or $4, I was able to, uh, to pick this up and have it on cassette. Um, the other thing is I found a, we did the big life episode not too long ago. Um, I found, I did it for love from Canada. Uh, is there a difference
1: the beauty eh
0: yeah shut up you hoser um (laughs) so not much difference i don't even think there's much difference in the back the only thing you will have is a little bit of a different color of the logo and it basically says that it's printed in canada that's it all right but the big difference is in the u.s they've gone to that screaming camel label But in Canada, they were still using the old MCA Rainbow label. So it's got a different label from Canada. So if you are being a nerd like me and collecting the vinyl, there you go. (coughs) The other thing I got that I'll show off here is the vinyl of um, Shrapnel Records here. This is... L.A. Blues Authority. So this was something that Shrapnel Records did. Shrapnel Records had a lot of the guitar shredders. Um, Paul Gilbert, Ying Bei, stuff like that. I don't know if you can get... Ying Steel Watson
1: album is on Shrapnel, I believe.
0: Correct. Um, uh, but uh, so... And they were always like the first or second page of the magazine advertisements. So you would always look there and, oh, is anybody... You know, that's where i saw jeff so i'm like whoa down the corner I'm like jeff's got a new record yeah um so anyways this i don't know if this came out before or after but this would have been something you would have seen and go oh there's some night ranger guys on here i don't think i ever had it back then i definitely did not have it on vinyl um, but here's the vinyl and uh, a lot of people on here zach wilde uh track two the same old blues is Davey Pattison on lead vocals, Brad Gillis guitars, and Fred Curry drums. Um, Richie Coxon, Glenn Hughes on different songs. Kevin Dubrow sings a song. Uh, Richie Coxon, George Lynch is on here on a song. Um, and it's rambling on my mind. Jeff Martin is lead vocalist. Kevin R- Russell plays some guitar. And then Jeff Watson plays guitar on that. Um, so you got Jeff Watson and Brad Gillis on this from 1992 and you can probably find it on probably CD a lot easier. <laughs> so there you go, a few things new to the collection.
1: Um I have nothing to add uh, though. I was I did do it at two concerts this past week and uh, I was going to get some shirts and some merch and I uh, I just decided not to cuz I'm trying to step away from spending money on i'm not i'm not a collector anymore
0: well, you can buy a shirt right but sake. i will
1: say this uh i went and saw the billy idol steve stevens acoustic show i know it has nothing to do with us the night ranger but that show was fantastic and if you ever had the chance to see it it was it's it's billy idol doing all his hits acoustically I mean, it was great uh and that was i saw that and i went and saw a band called the mavericks josh i don't know if you're familiar with the yes
0: ral malo
1: man what uh, the, a show dude
0: the mavericks are <laughs> fucking awesome i mean raul R- 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 i think it's Raul R- melo or malo he can sing oh dude he's like a little bit of roy orbison yeah. um if you don't know the mavericks just download or buy their greatest hits yeah it's um it's from start to finish just good stuff um i've got some of his solo records um what's funny hey, is that hey.
1: And I don't know anything by them. I only went because, um, again, <laughs> living, living here in Nashville, there, there's opportunities for shows are every single day, practically. And both of these shows I saw were at the Mother Church, Josh. So uh, I like going down to the Ryman Auditorium. It's just it's a legendary venue. Uh, the tickets were 35 bucks, And I was like, you know what? I knew I had seen Rawl sing at a Traveling Wilburys tribute. I didn't know who he was, but the crowd went nuts when he stepped on the stage. I'm like, who's this guy? And then he sang. I'm like, well, this guy's really good. Fast forward, I'm at the Billy Idol show. They're announcing other shows, the Mavericks. I'm like, you know what? I'm going. I'm off, and I'm going. Uh, Didn't know any songs by him. Didn't want to leave. It was like like going to church. He had that crowd in the palm of his hand. Those people love him. Uh, But again, I didn't buy anything, so I have nothing to add except for just two great shows I got to see. Uh, And again, I say to everybody, and get out there and support these bands when you can. Uh, Billy Idol is in the '60s. I don't know how much longer he's going to be around. I mean, I don't think he's sick or anything. But my point is, is touring is is uh, struggling. Uh, these bands are they're still great. Billy's still great. He sounds great. Steve Stevens sounds awesome. And uh, the aforementioned Butch Walker showed up and joined him on stage because he produced Billy Idol's new EP. So if you like that, Butch Walker, ding, put that in the drinking game. <laughs> Uh yeah Uh,
0: go check out the Mavericks. Here comes the rain is a great song. Um, but anyways, just get the greatest hits. Uh you won't uh you you won't be disappointed. And like I say, he's got a little sounds a little bit like Roy Orbison. They sometimes got a little Spanish feel to it and horns. Yeah, it's just uh accordion. I mean, it was
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah, so uh they're they're one of the bands I've Tried to go see, like, I think I had tickets and something happened, and they got canceled, and they were supposed to play close to here again. And, um, but yeah, big, big Mavericks fan, they're uh, really
1: good. So, that's uh, anyway, uh, but moving on to the fans in motion, the reason we are who we are, we do what we do, and we say the things we say. Josh, since Brent's not here, do you have any mentions you want to drop? Sure. We always have to drop Mark Greenway. <coughs> Because he's watching he always watches late at night when he's ironing his clothes <laughs>
0: um he just posted something i i don't know what uh he's sitting in his car uh, yeah uh, forever all over again um uh recommends bailey's over ice with two fingers of vodka and a side order of mince pies Ooh, mince meat pies um but uh Let's see what we got. Well, we got, you know, we got, I think Bjorn Jensen, Jensen again for the uh, seven thing. Yeah, post of and... the day, probably. Oh,
1: You Need some Baileys uh, and cream.
0: I know. Well, I'll probably well, just the vodka? I need uh, No, I just need an uh, eight ball minus the heroin, just the Coke. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sarah Griffith posted some uh, Donna Madness where they're playing uh, some, I think, Chipping Away i was at that show yeah i didn't know sarah at the time but i was at that show it's northfield Uh, um and rich haynes posted the sign of the times video which i don't know if a lot of people know that exists
1: it's an odd video
0: um that was an odd time yeah um (coughs) jerry beach uh posted a nice uh post about having uh a little health scare, but everything turning out good and wanting people to uh get uh you know tested and everything. And you had his FEM sticker there,
1: take care um, of yourselves out there
0: representing. Um, and what else do we got? Boo, boop, boo, uh, Frank Vlasic, Les- something like that, uh, had a picture posted a picture of himself. With the guys right around 2008. So you see Joel and Matt through there.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember that picture. That was fun.
0: So, uh, see if we got, oh, uh, Karen Sanders Yingling, uh, was asking about the Ringo Star. That's what we need to talk about. (coughs) The, uh, the Ringo Star, Jack Blades played in Ringo's All Star Band in '98 it was all over tv back then because vh1 did a storytellers episode jack played the bass but you can't really find that stuff out there um but she found this picture of jack and ringo which jack blades uh, eventually used on his social media so thank you karen for that um on behalf of jack uh, i remember
1: seeing that back in the day and i was like holy crap
0: next i'm like in watching, ringo's band i'm watching ringo and i'm like holy shit that's jack blades because i think uh, they
1: came to like riverbend every year and i was like well, never I, gonna go I but I i'm like i want to go because jack's i don't know if he did
0: the tour i think he just i did, don't either i think he did three or four shows i think he did um just a handful he wasn't in the actual touring band but i could be wrong um you can buy the cd uh the cd is still readily available out there but um but yeah have you seen get back the beatles documentary
1: i still haven't seen it you and i were talking about the other day i have not i Uh, mean i want to wait till i can sit and watch it with my better half if you
0: all right so if you're a beatles fan you're absolutely going to love it all right if you are just a casual beatles fan okay i would tell you to listen to the let it be record and to abbey road a few times before you watch it that's part of the magic okay so if you know like i said i've been listening to the beatles i got in probably into them in the late 80s (coughs) which for me was you know 11 or 12 years old yeah Uh, um but uh uh so i've known these records you know majority of my life but that's the time frame so if you're just a casual beatles fan go get the records let it be in abbey road if you don't know abbey road and let it be pick them up anyways cuz they're phenomenal fucking records but the reason why this is so great number one it's it's really ahead of its time just how many cameras they had it it's you know before obviously reality tv and they used only a little bit of this footage and they really didn't show portray exactly how it went cuz the beatles were breaking up by the time they released this in 1970 but this was recorded in early 69 um but if you want if you are interested in seeing just how songs transform and are created that's why i was saying go listen to finish the finished products on let it be and abbey road now here's the thing let it be is the last record released by the beatles but it's not the last recorded So early 69, they're gearing up for this TV show and they're going to write these songs real quick. Well, they write them, which ends up being the Let It Be record, but it doesn't get released right away. So they go and they record then Abbey Road, release Abbey Road, and then that record comes out afterwards. So even though Let It Be came out after Abbey Road, it's actually recorded before, okay? Um, So what you do is you hear these songs in their infancy or being born. And it's just great you hear a song that's just fantastic, right? Like I've known it my whole life. Iconic. And you you see paul mccartney just and within two minutes he's got the basic of the song and he's just goofing off waiting for john to show up and it's like that's how that song came to be or you see george harrison walk in he's like hey i wrote a song last night and you know that's actually probably more like mccartney right there's voice yeah. but uh, uh you know and you know okay let's here and he just breaks into i Me mine and i'm like you know it's just like i just wrote this last night and yeah, just, it's just this iconic song and you hear other iconic songs that they eventually work on that are nowhere near um but it what dis- they became but it dispels a lot of a lot of notions that people have had and someone i can't remember what interview i saw but someone asked uh, who's the guy that produced it green peter green the guy Peter that did jackson that? peter jackson peter jackson <laughs> they kind of asked well this stuff has been sitting in you know for 50 years why now and he you know it's like well he wanted to make sure people knew it's not like it's been found the beatles knew it and just were sitting on it but they they didn't want it out there really because you know perceptions and i think they looked at it more negative than what it really was right their memory was you know all those were bad times but now they kind of realize hey this is more history at this point and um history needs to be out there and then what they discovered was well it wasn't really all that net yeah you remember the bad times but man there were a lot of good times and so uh i just highly suggest if you are a beatles fan obviously watch it if you like to see see, like the creative process that's the part i look forward to watch it because if you're not into the beatles or a creative process it's not going to be entertaining um, but if you want to see how songs are written and developed, um, yeah, watch it. It's one of the best. I look
1: forward to it, and uh, I mean wow. two things. uh, uh so uh, again, not <laughs> in any kind of I've said this before in the podcast, and people are probably tired of it, but you know, I I dabbled with some writing with with a band a long time ago, and I've been in those situations where you you're writing, trying to create a song, and you've probably done it, Josh. I don't know, but it's. It is really something to see the process of writing, and I love that stuff. The other thing I, I, I it's it makes me feel good. Is and I never knew this until I was in London a couple years back. Uh, I actually share a birthday with Abbey Road, the album. It was released the day I was born, and I didn't know that until I walked into the studio. I had, I had no concept. I didn't. No, I didn't know. And I bought a T-shirt there that says 1969, real big on it. And it says September 26th. I was like, wait a minute. That's my birthday. And the lady's like, yes, yeah, the day the album was released. So it, it, nothing to anybody but me. But I was like, ah, that's that's cool. At least I have one little, mm-hmm. you know. There you go. So, uh, yeah. And, and like you-, you, I got into the Beatles late, late in life. Uh, <clears throat> right here, my fam- my house was not a Beatles house.
0: And it's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, my, I guess my house wasn't, uh, my stepdad had a like, 80s cassette of like put together for cassette like it was never really a release back then mm-hmm. and it, it had songs from all over the place you know it was like uh nothing it may have had like come come together on it but i mean it would have come together then you know from abbey road but then it would have something from yellow submarine and something yeah so that kind of i remember it had tax man and it had hey Dog. And come again so it's really this collage and that was the first thing i had and i remember i don't know if i was 12 i got sergeant peppers and my a good buddy of mine also was into the beatles and you know he got me on some of the i borrowed some of the earlier cds from him and stuff so uh, um and right now one of the night ranger members is using my disney plus to watch it
1: <laughs> there you go
0: they're like, man, I don't want to get another subscription. I'm like, you don't have to.
1: Yeah, that's where we're at. We're we're waiting. There's a couple of series that we want to watch, and my wife's like, we'll just wait. Oh, right. We'll get hey, it. We'll get what? it for the month.
0: No, oh, just I'll send it to you. And maybe when
1: your Night Ranger friends are done using your password, you can do. use mine right now. I don't give a shit. You forward it to me.
0: You know, I'll stick it to the man. What are they gonna do? Not let me all, all right,
1: Josh. Let's bring this thing back on tracks. Let's get back. Hey, focused. listen. To-
0: that if it wasn't for the Beatles, we wouldn't
1: have Night Ranger. True story. We wouldn't have Kiss either. There's a long, there's a big, long line of things we wouldn't have. <clears throat> All right. What are we doing? i trying to doing? find my notes here. We we gonna we're going to talk doing? about doing? Uh, a small, short conversation about this Jeff Watson album. I can't find my notes that I sat there and wrote. Here we go. And you're doing multiple shows in time. That I can't keep track. We of are professionals, Joshua. Joshua. All right. So, we're going to talk about the Lone Ranger. Jeff Watson's, uh, was you could probably break it. Was he the first one to put a solo on? <coughs> yes. Uh, we know Brad did, and I know we know Jack think, did, and Kelly did. I think this came out right around March of '92. So, so give us the history, real quick. So, Je- the guys were doing what in well, precipitated
0: well so you know you had jack and damn yankees and then you had you know brad brad and jeff each tried to and kelly each tried to do a, a band af- afterwards so uh brad had mega mega jeff had barnaby wild and kelly had king of hearts king of hearts released the record overseas um kelly sings i think just one track on it though and it wasn't really his band as far as I can tell. Um, Mega Mega did a four-track demo, and just never really took off. And then Jeff did Barnaby Wild, and I think it kind of morphed into the Jeff Watson group. And it really never did anything either. Um, eventually, Brad and Kelly reformed Night Ranger in 91 with Gary Moon uh jackson damn yankee so jeff is kind of you know out there on his own and ends up recording this lone ranger
1: record so uh i interrupt just real quick because i need i know you've probably mentioned this but refresh my memory <laughs> was jeff not invited into the night ranger with gary moon or was jeff not interested in the night ranger with gary well moon? Uh, am i getting ahead of your story I don't to do that.
0: no um jeff was there at the beginning and jeff I thought
1: that's what you told me
0: and jeff in his interview which you can find online uh it was the way i took it. it was not jeff's decision to not be there okay decision was made they were going to carry on as a three-piece okay so um that's fine we don't and, the, and the reason and the reason why i say is because the way i took that interview with jeff that's out there online is that's the way he's he kind of warded it um either way i do know jeff was there at the beginning uh jeff kelly brad gary moon so for whatever reason uh jeff's not there and but he's the first you know night ranger doesn't release a record till 95 uh brad releases a solo record in 93 Um, damn yankees will release their second record later this year in 92 but but after damn yankees jeff is the next one to uh recorded records like i said released on shrapnel records Um, very reputable uh, record company like i said they were always if you got rock magazines usually like the first or second page they would have the big shrapnel records advertisement and then down at the bottom they would have all the different records you could you know order um so i remember ordering this i'm pretty sure i ordered this from my local record store a little store called the pink penguin it was the first used record used and new record store in town um you got a cramp oh,
1: um, i had an itch and i needed to move up my. <coughs> um, i think the cramp is coming but uh currently it's just a an itch on the, my back so um but yeah it was the
0: first place i had used cd like the places the mall had new stuff but this had new and use so this guy could order stuff and uh he ordered this and like i said uh it's all instrumental but it's not your typical guitar shredding record it's very melodic uh it's just good listening force to feeling is just a great acoustic or well has some acoustic and electric with Alan Holdsworth, but
1: uh yeah, I'll say you mentioned that.
0: And I always recommend it to people to just give it a fair shake. So talking to you and Brent, neither of you were too familiar with the record, and I told you to uh hey, um take a gander and listen to it. What did you think?
1: Yeah, so <clears throat> I'll open up by saying I am not a fan of instrumental. Even being a a musician to a degree, it just, I think it's just, it's ego stroking to me. I just think it's like, eh, you know, it's there. Certain people love it. You know, I get it. Having said that, I mean, I love LA No Name, which is just a great little Joel and Brad back and forth. Um, I'm a huge fan of the song Mr. Scary by uh, Dawkins or George Lynch to be specific. I love YYZ by Rush. Having said that, I don't want an album full of that stuff, but this was shockingly. I was so really enjoyed this album. The more I sat and listened to it, uh, headphones or AirPods in, so it's just deep in me. I'm walking around my yard, playing with my dogs, and I'm like, you know, God, this song's good. Okay, Well, wow, this song's really good. Oh man, that guy's shredding. That's awesome. And then it breaks down, and Jeff, you know, again, I don't know the technical terms, but Jeff's picking style when he does the acoustic stuff uh like on the goodbye and, and let him run and stuff like that i, I do enjoy that a lot because i think that just a, shows a master of a technique and he is so good at it um yeah, this song really and this album in general really just it cooks right along i mean it is good there wasn't much i was i didn't really skip anything i listened to the songs all the way through and i was like yeah that that was really good The drumming, as a drummer, I listen to that a lot. The drumming on this album is outstanding. So, of course, I have to go and look and see, well, who's playing drums? I have no idea who's on this band or in this band. The first name I noticed is a guy by the name of Steve Smith from Journey. Steve Smith is in, like, two tracks, and he is just crushing it on this album. There's another song that jumped out at me, and I'm like, God, this song is just on fire. Oh, yeah, because there's a guy named Carmine Appesee playing drums. (laughs) It was just a legend, and he's He's just as insane on the drums as Jeff is on the guitar. And, and uh, I don't know what's it Haldsworth? I always mess his name up. You know He plays on the song with Steve Smith, and this thing is just blazing along. And not in a way like, and I'll say Ingvey for lack of a better term. Ingvey <laughs> is one of those guys to me, that or Michelangelo back in the day, if you're a shred guy. It seems to me their only goal was to see how many notes they could cram into a three-minute instrumental. I don't get that feeling from Jeff, even though I know full well Jeff can do it. So as I get through these songs, I'm just like, man. So the other drummer that's on this band, his name's Spike Orberg. I couldn't find anything on this guy, Josh. Maybe you have something. I'm telling you, is if you're a drummer and you want to hear some, just some fantastic drum work, uh, listen to this Jeff's album because it does not disappoint. And um, we have, there's, there's The only vocals are on the one track, which, Josh, you can address who that mystery vocalist is and why it's a it's a scat fest and not in a uh obscure german porn way (laughs) um it's but anyway my reviews it's 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 really solid and i thoroughly enjoyed it and i'm going to be purchasing it because it's something i think you could put on in the background like you know some people put like maybe some jazz music on as they're cleaning the house or doing some dishes or just making dinner you could put this on and you wouldn't be bothered by it because it's not you know, it's not Yngwie and Steve Vai and Satriani just trying to cram his main notes. It is Jeff Watson playing fantastic melodies in the way Jeff Watson does. And <coughs> and again, he's been out of the band so long, you, you you may forget how phenomenal he is as a guitar player. He is truly uh, just amazing. So I hand it to you now, Josh.
0: Yeah. Uh, and just think, you went from... I'm not a big instrumental record to this. And I was I like, just rambled on for, you know what I mean? <laughs> but what I'm saying is you've been missing out for 30 years. Um, yeah. And it's definitely worth, like I said, worth checking out. It's not your typical, uh, every note has a place. It's not like you said, where someone's trying, you know, just jamming how many notes they can play. Um, it's just a good record. So, um, <coughs> so, he does thank every member of night ranger in here and he does thank brad gillis uh in the special thanks uh, brad, brad plays
1: on one song okay
0: no brad does not play on it. Uh, he was supposed to if
1: i remember correctly as if you look at the credit to cement shoes i think he's on that am i not am i misreading that? oh wait no you're right i think he does some solo work on it
0: reverse that jeff was supposed to be on brad's album but okay. they could not get the schedules mix, uh right, so that is the, but you're right, yes, uh cement shoes <coughs> so um, so yeah, the uh person doing the vocal scats on the first song is the one and only Sammy Hagar, so you're talking like at the height of Van Halen, you know,
1: uh, yeah, and um he makes s- that a little time to sh- slide into the studio, oh. oh, oh, oh
0: so you gotta remember you know van halen or uh, sammy hagar and jeff watson have known each other pre-night ranger and so sammy hagar does these vocal scats but he can't by contract (laughs) i don't he wasn't allowed to sing on other records so how they kind of get around that is he's just doing vocal scats so that's where at the beginning where we're going that do that that yeah that's it, kind of what he's doing there so but on that song you got jeff watson uh on guitars you got uh sammy doing the vocal scats and you got brad on there
1: <clears throat> and then forced rubber, Feeling, like, spike olberg that guy i'm telling you the, yeah he, he rocks
0: uh <laughs> i sure of bass player brad russell i'm not familiar with him but uh force of feeling alan holdsworth which is a phenomenal guitar player himself uh one of jeff's uh, close friends who passed away a few years ago but um you got uh him and brad uh, what's uh, he
1: known for do you have that off top of your head i tried to look him up and i well can't remember. He, i he don't know a lot of people didn't he
0: well i think he was just kind of knowing more for just his you know his guitar playing i don't know okay. if there's an actual song <coughs> or um band that he was in i should know but um i don't uh but uh Steve Smith plays, so Force of Feelings one I always recommend, uh, that and Cement Shoes and uh, Sakuraka, but uh, then hi Silver is is Jeff Watson, Bob Daisley, who Bob Daisley did a lot of um, Ozzy, he? uh, and he's, I, who's he with now? Uh, that's Don Harry. I'm um, not sure who, who Bob Daisley was yet, but he did a lot of the early Randy Rhoads stuff with Ozzy. And Carmen Apache, and that became Mother's Army, which is the band that Jeff had after this uh, released okay. records in Japan with Joe Lynn Turner of Rainbow and Deep Purple. Um, you got.
1: Uh, Let Randy. me jump in. Uh, on the there's another track on there. I think the next track in line is a song called Picnic Island, uh, and that is if you like Jeff's like i said his picking like you're going to find on goodbye and let him run that's the song you want to hear and it's a short song it's like a minute plus but it is a a beautiful example of jeff watson being jeff watson
0: and the good thing about this record it's kind of like a just like a ride you're going different you know acoustic and then rock and just all over the place it keeps you keeps you interested um osaka Raka, which is a good rocking one um randy yeah. coven or coven uh plays bass and he was the bass player i think in like uh the jeff watson band and uh maybe barnaby wild okay. um he played with a lot of people he, he uh i think he played with yingve back maybe 10 15 years ago and i guess you know as always i remember reading the interview or something that's like he got the job yingve called him and was like do you drink beer do you do you drink beer and randy was like yes do you play with a pick yes do you play a Fender? yes he goes okay you're hired and that was but uh he passed away about 10 years ago randy coven coven but um he plays bass on there plays bass maybe on a couple tracks yeah <laughs> david sykes who is, again, a musician that's played on a lot of stuff. He plays on here. Um, Steve Morse, who's friends with Jeff. Uh, Steve Morse has been with Deep Purple for the last 20, 25 years.
1: He played um, with uh, Dixie Dregs in Kansas.
0: Yep. Uh, and a little
1: known fact about Steve Morse, I don't know if you know this. I didn't know this until I looked him up. He's from Hamilton, Ohio.
0: Did not know that.
1: I was like, Hamilton, wait a minute.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, I know where uh, that's at
0: so there you go uh uh some of the songs and some of the people that play on there uh um just seeing if there's any other names that kind of uh jump out uh jesse bradman has a co-write on here he does, so, uh, that's right uh jesse bradman who replaced fitz for the man in motion tour um he still has camel management listed so bruce bird um is still probably in the picture there some but uh but there i'm just reading off the cassette it was released on cassette cd and vinyl so you can see the probably oh, have all three of course <laughs> i did not at the time i got the cassette first actually
1: they got the lyrics in there at all
0: yeah, all it's all three pages. Uh scat scat scat. But I'm pretty sure I I got this on the cassette first. Probably just because um you know, yes, I would get CDs, but um 15 years old, I've got a paper out, so it's like, okay, do I spend 9 bucks or 15 bucks, you know? So <coughs> got the cassette first, had to dig that out. But also released on CD there's the picture on the back same thing on the back cover there probably not a lot of difference i don't ever remember just you know the older you get the nicer it's to read the bigger print i reckon um but uh so there like i said released on cd and there is a japanese version not much different you know the cd's a little looks a little bit different you've got the OB strip yeah i don't know if there's well that's kind of neat hold on i'll show you so it's got the the forest of feeling it's got the music oh wow
1: that's pretty cool for those who can read music, I cannot.
0: I, I I would have said that was a G flat, not a F sharp. But uh, <laughs> um,
1: I I can't disagree nor agree with you.
0: Um, but you know, other than that, I mean, it's almost the same. Uh, but you know, I got that probably the Japanese one for a decent price. It isn't like I searched those out too hardcore. But uh, here is. You can see that I've had this for a while because I think I got this autographed at the Neverland show. So this would wow. have been ninety-seven.
1: <coughs> so, Was he surprised to see that?
0: You know, honestly, I can't remember, but probably um, I would
1: say probably be like, wow.
0: Um, I can't remember for sure. I know I've I had that in the Gilrock Ranch. I remember one of them like showing the other guys, uh, but uh, again, just there's the album cover this is the u.s version and then just everything on the back Um, the thing is i this even though it was uh shrapnel well this isn't a u.s pressing this might be a european pressing maybe it wasn't Um, pressed here. Let me see here. This is a Holland press, so you can see it's Roadrunner. Yeah, I remember that name, (coughs) but this is a so that's the Holland press. What the hell is this? All right, so this is the same thing. I must have got this for a decent price and just got it so um this is the same thing so you have this holland press which is that label there and then this is fairly recent probably the last 10 years because i remember getting this so this is a japanese version so it had this hype sticker on there and it was like a promo and it's a really weird promo where the promo stamp is pressed into the record. I don't know if you can see that, but see? Yeah. Yeah, you can see it. Or it says not for sale, so it's not like a stamp. It's just like it was like a stamp without ink or something.
1: Not, it's not the embossed kind that we used to see. No.
0: But uh, other than that, I mean, the back is about the same, except it's got a few parts. You know what? This might not even be Japanese i bet this is south korean yeah it is um whenever i see the uh, uh ministry of culture yeah and you know what's weird i what the hell was i looking at i was looking at a old newspaper online from the 50s and i'm i think i think it showed it was shown like the movies like were listed like at the theaters at the time but at the top i saw south korea is creating a ministry of culture for entertainment i'm like hey i've seen that but anyway yeah, was, as
1: it was forming
0: yes yeah, so it's just like i'm the nerd it was like hey look at that article but <laughs> you can see the difference it's got the black roadrunner label
1: looks nice i like that one better
0: um it's got And then it has its own yeah. little you know insert. and then, like I said, it has, I would assume this is the hype sticker for it. I mean, it's none of it's in English. Maybe one of our Japanese listeners can tell me exactly what that yeah. says there, but <clears throat> so there you go. I mean, I guess I need to look and see if it's actually got a Japanese vinyl release. I and mean, when we know it has a we know it has a CD release. So, we know it has like a Holland and a, a Holland and uh and South, South Korea. Korea. The only thing I have really from this time, like advertisement-wise, and it's not really, I guess it's kind of tied to it, but it's more advertising GS strings, which again, at the time, it's cool to see this because, you know, this is 1992 and there's not a lot of night ranger out there now i got him to sign it for me uh but it does say here underneath this picture catch jeff on a solo release lone ranger so you can see that right under the photo there and i'm sure he probably didn't do any touring did he he did a small tour for barnaby wild which was 91 90 uh
1: 1990 so but i didn't he might can't imagine the draw for
0: a i mean the only thing i can think is maybe he did some guitar in stores which i know him and brad did in 94 there's footage out there yeah so i don't know what exactly he was at this point now he was doing like some work with like chris isaac and stuff around this yeah. time so you know he's probably doing some other things uh birthdays let's see here so whatever month nuno benton court and david coverdale and george lynch um september so um there you go there was that so there was some advertisements out there in 92 and then this is actually more mother's army um so whatever year planet earth came out from mother's army uh you can see it was from japan it's a oh yeah so i just grabbed it but now i just see at the top mother's army so it really doesn't have anything to do with uh (coughs) with um with lone ranger so that's it i mean it's not a lot sure um but there's i mean it is like i mean to have a couple vinyl releases and stuff for a 80s guitar player at the beginning in the height of grunge not bad
1: again Um, it it is a it's it's a it's worth listening to if you are uh you know if you if you like instrumental music it's that's not it's not bad well you don't have to
0: you know you don't have to really like instrumental just um if you just like good melodies i mean it, it it shows you that what you know some of what jeff contributed to the band with the melodies and stuff to the solos and throughout the song so um definitely just like i said it's it's worth checking out um and like i said brad releases one which we'll go you know do in the future but you know with Brad's, it's worth the price of admission alone just for the greg allman tracks you know he does have a few songs on there with yeah. vocals Um, but jeff was really active during this period i mean we'll get into his next solo record which does have vocalists on it and it's not too it, it's released in japan just the very next year or two years later and then he's putting out albums left and right with mother's army so jeff is very productive during this time period it's just you're at the height of grunge so yep. um a couple of things are released here but a lot of it's released over in uh japan but uh definitely go check out lone ranger uh i think you will enjoy um yeah anything else what did we miss what did we miss
1: i think that's it all right. Well, uh, we could wrap this one up. Yeah. Well,
0: hell, probably half the people listening already have, and then
1: uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the fives of people that are still watching. Thank uh, you. No,
0: what we shouldn't downplay ourselves. We're fucking international icons.
1: So um, there's at least ten people.
0: So listen, go to the Facebook page if you haven't already. Join. It's the greatest Night Ranger community you'll ever join. All right. That's it's it's the best. <coughs> um we have a uh webpage. You can go to fansemotion.com. It's it's a hoot too. Um but go there all the <laughs> podcasts are there and everything. Uh you can catch us on all the podcatchers uh from there, you know, uh, iHeartRadio and uh Pandora and Spotify and uh Amazon and Apple Podcast. Oh uh, well, fuck, I got a sheet.
1: Cheese cheese. Uh, uh, what's uh, the Audio Mac?
0: Audio Mac. I like Audio Mac. Uh, Stitcher. Uh, but you know, big thing is YouTube. If you're listening to the, us and you have not subscribed yet on YouTube, just make my heart pitter patter. Go <laughs> click subscribe. I mean, it isn't like we're
1: we're not getting rich.
0: It's like we're posting shit every day. Okay, once every two weeks, so you're not going to get alerts. It'll make me happy. Maybe it'll make me healthier. And, and
1: every- I, I, the one thing I always please everybody. If everybody, just, if you can get one person to to come to the page, you know, uh, tell somebody you know that it's that likes melodic rock or likes Night Ranger. Just tell them to come on over. We're trying to grow this community. We want it to be bigger than it is. We've got a great. I mean, we're up to what sixty five hundred people now. I think Josh, best so like that. number I saw. And Facebook, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. Facebook has changed too to
0: where you know groups aren't getting the type of attention that they they used to so um but i mean we've got instagram and twitter as well um i would definitely you know i always suggest people get on twitter because it's just easy to share information there so i'm always sharing stuff on twitter even instagram instagram's got great stuff on stories
1: well <laughs> and you also um any of the postings you do the 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 different accounts get different things sometimes picture wise so yeah
0: i'll try to you know just you know switch it up a little bit sometimes but uh
1: but yeah so follow us like us
0: all that good stuff um yeah
1: like you don't have to like us individually
0: i don't really want you to like me but like the page yeah the page because we
1: all in the end of the day we all love night ranger mm, and definitely i mean for josh and i we can't find a thrill anymore this is yeah. all we got
0: well you know <laughs> uh and this will be the uh last episode of the, we we got to wish him merry christmas and all that shit this is it well i think the before next, christmas i think the next episode will be after christmas this is going to be released on um the 14th
1: so after that's the 28th so you know uh Well, then, uh, Merry Christmas to all of our friends in motion. Happy Hanukkah to those of Jewish persuasion. Kwanzaa, if there's anybody out there that celebrates that, (coughs) good on you. Have a great holiday season.
0: Merry Christmas, you filthy animals.
1: I'm going to spend my uh, free holiday in San Diego. Not thinking about you guys at all. I'm going to go bask in the sun.
0: Well, uh, Well,
1: whatever sun they have. uh, The hole in the sun.
0: I will be... (laughs) uh, uh, probably just drinking
1: you know the it old, uh, bothered me hey the, let's uh, do an episode real quick while you're yeah, on
0: the beach yeah the old christmas <laughs> tradition of some blue ribbon uh but yeah uh so uh merry christmas y'all uh we will probably you know we'll probably get brent back on here maybe i, I don't know um i know you're kind of you know even pushing the you know put him behind the scenes i get it but um you know it's i think it's still um cannot confirm nor deny pertinent to have him
1: on any rumors that you start
0: even if it's to make us look better but uh uh we'll get brent on the next one and we'll uh we'll kind of talk about the year of 2021 and what to expect for 2022 There you go. All right. Well, uh, take us out of here,
1: uh, Andrew. Well, everybody, thank you so much. If you're still watching, thank you. We do love and appreciate all the support you give us. And, um, again, we won't see you until after the holiday. So have a Merry Christmas, Happy uh, New Year, and we'll see you for the new year. Merry Christmas see them, and Hanukkah and all those good things. And from, uh, from me and Josh to you, thank you.